Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You got your trip that you do every year. You guys still doing that again? Burning, oh, yeah, burning, burning snowman. Burning snowman. Yep. I meet up with the guys from uh, Mule, and uh, we head out and... They went out this last weekend. Sick invite, bros. And uh, <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't have made it anyway. But uh, they went out this weekend and got into a little bit of snow. And last year was like, I really, I'm ready for it to be another year where it just like absolutely dumps. And last year it was good. And we went out, we went out Friday night and uh, in the dark at like, I don't know, seven o'clock, eight o'clock. And um, made it to camp at like 2 a.m. Oh, jeez. The snow was gnarly. It was so cold. It was like this dust. But you would you would get to a point where like everything underneath was like weird. So like even, even Pumpkin, like Pumpkin, I was breaking trail on everything because Pumpkin would at least go some. But right. then I had to like drag people behind me. And every now and then I'd get stuck and they'd have to kinetic rope pull me back and I'm like wow this is this is crazy but it was so much fun huh. and just like pinging off the rev limiter it's pretty crazy I wish we had more footage of it oh because it of you breaking trail and oh, like thing sounds awesome six foot snow <laughs> it's nuts you're listening to America's off-road podcast brought to you by off-road power products fueled by enthusiasm a passion for the outdoors and a spirit of adventure we drive the industry we love What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of America's Off-Road Podcast. What I'm a the, weird intro. The Ewok Kyle with me oh, is... Oh, we're going with Ewok this episode. This I don't episode. understand what that is. I don't know either. Somebody... Every, every time I introduce You know myself. what Waterworld is, but you don't know what Star Wars is. No, I know what an Ewok is. Oh. Yeah, I do. Okay. And yes, Didn't Waterworld. You say we're you bringing up know. Waterworld again, two episodes in a row? God, well, you did How it. much do you like that movie, Cooper? No, way to t- twist it around. <laughs> Everyone's seen the previous one, and they're like, wait a minute, Kyle. 
We know you got a thing for Kevin Costner. Hey, that should have been a Grammy Award winning film. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Um, As always, we appreciate you guys reaching out to our email list where you can submit your questions, reviews, what have you. Uh, That's podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com. Drop us an email. Let us know what you want to cover, and we will cover it for you. Um, What's going on, guys? How are we doing today? I don't know what's going on here. Somebody spilled. It's probably the diesel guys. Yeah. Diesel guys. guys. Uh, we got a fun topic for you today. It's one of Cooper's favorite. Oh my gosh, it's that time of year. It is that time of year. It's the most wonderful time (laughs) of the year. It's not Thanksgiving yet, no Christmas music. No, I know, you're right. But the snow's about to start flying. I was in it last week. It's already flying. It is? Yeah. (laughs) We're going to talk a little bit with you guys on some winter wheeling prep, Mm -hmm, what we mm -hmm, like to do. Hopefully you guys already have all your stuff now. No, this is good, actually, because this will be a good reminder for me, because usually I'm like, oh, my God, the snow's flying. Let's go wheeling. And then I get out there, and I'm like, I need my... I, <laughs> That's a mo- I need my... Oh, I didn't put any of it in here yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, like you guys, if you are frequent listeners of our podcast, you'll know how much we like winter wheeling. We yep. live um, in the Pacific Northwest, so mm-hmm. we get a pretty good... Mm-hmm season of snow especially up in the mountains and we like to spend time up there playing around in it yeah i like to drive in it and kyle likes me to recover him yeah that's speaking typically of, I guess. speaking of which though <laughs> winter there's supposed to be the la nina winter this one is that is that this year yeah they probably say that every year but yeah, from what, I, what i've read it's, it's supposed, supposed to, be, to be every nine years isn't okay. that what it what it means I don't, know. I don't know i don't know but i do know that they say per news per the news Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be a pretty heavy winter. Which I'm excited I'm, about. I hope so. Like I, for a lot of reasons, I hope so. One, because in the great freedom state that I live in, I would like for some <laughs> transplants to be like, yes, this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> I'm out. I am out. <laughs> I live there too. You know. Yeah. Let's go. I think we're the only two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're way better than high cotton. <laughs> hey, listen. Yeah, listening. What, you get, you, I can't hear you, you work, through your mask. You work in my state. <laughs> I mean, sorry. <laughs> uh, winter mm. wheeling. Oh, yeah. Back to the that. season. <laughs> uh, so one of our my favorite things about winter wheeling, and it seems like it's a common topic every time we go out, we always learn something new. Max tracks. Kind of yeah, max tracks. Recovery, recovery, recovery. Kind of gets your hands on all the stuff that you mm. have paid good money for that's been sitting in the garage and... Uh, you get it bust out and actually use and get yourself familiar with it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, winter wheel and prep. There's a lot that goes into that, more than just grabbing a recovery bag and throwing it in. Well, I, I think it depends on your, your vehicle, too, sure. and how you know yeah. it. Because I put way less stuff in pumpkin yeah. than I would in howitzer. Right. <laughs> Howitzer's a big... Because it's two of pumpkin. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> like, it might be more two than and a half. two of pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like, howitzer, I'm looking for... Yeah. Not just the basics. Like, okay, they're, they're the basics that I'm going to throw in my rig. I'm going to put an extra pair of wool socks, right? Right. I'm going to put an extra sweatshirt, an extra jacket, some gloves. Those are all going to go in a bag. They go in the back. They just sit in my rig in, in the winter because right. who knows when I'm going to go wheeling. But, you know, above and beyond that, it's also something I try and, and try and get my kids to think about, too. Since we live out in the middle of nowhere, what if you break down? Yep. 
Because and, and this is a conversation I have with my 16-year-old son a lot. There are a lot of people that are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. It'll be like today, for instance, dumping rain when we leave the house. Yeah. My son's in shorts. <laughs> shorts and a t-shirt. Like, that's good. So mid midwinter, you know, if you didn't dress accordingly because you're a 16-year-old teenage boy. Right. I'm fine. Make sure you have some good cold weather gear because you might get stuck somewhere for a while. Yep. And it gets cold. It gets really cold. Yeah. <clears throat> so I put a nice little bag of, of extra gear there. I usually have like a blanket or something as well, just in case. Those also work really nice if you got to lay on the ice or whatnot right. to yeah. get under a rig and look at stuff. But uh, And then your basics, um, air down tools, um, patch kit, and then uh, air up equipment. But uh, um, depending on what I'm going to do, uh, we, we have those nice throw bags with the tree saver and the soft shackles and the gloves. That's like a permanent fixture in my rig. I'll usually go when I'm getting ready for winter season and look everything over, make sure nothing's too frayed, just basic stuff that I would anyway, and then uh, repack that, put it back in the uh, the rig. But, like, that'll be it for pumpkin. Right. Now, howitzer, I'm looking for 500 feet of winch extension. <laughs> Seven snatch blocks. Seven snatch blocks because you never know. Every single... Every single clevis we have, every single bubble rope soft shackle, all of it. Surprised you don't have a spare wench for that. I think going the receiver. Oh my god, I've thought about it once. We had we had I one know. one year. It sounded like and it it went away. It was UA when it yeah. was. It sounded up. like somebody dropped a a box of gravel or Filled whatnot. It with sand. In it. I'm like, oh, this can't be good. But it's never done it ever since. In the winch? Yeah. Yeah. It was gnarly. It was, it was so. brutal. I did break the winch cable on uh, that Ruben Ice run. Ooh, snapped it. Oh, really? Not, not at the most ideal time either. Oh, that's unfortunate. But it was a nice lesson in why synthetic's better than steel because it just Big went. Time. Dropped. Just Kinetic energy is yeah. a killer. Yes. And if there's is. any winch that has come through this building that has earned its stripes, oh it God. is the front winch on the Howitzer. 5 TI. Wow. Both of them. Yeah, the rear too. <laughs> for sure. Like they have done more pulling. Uh, yeah, you weren't there for that Pritchett 24-hour uh, night run. No. Oof. No, but it was pretty much nonstop yeah. on UA 2018 yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it seems like every every time that truck hits the trail, it's if it's not being used to get out of something that you're stuck it's on, used it's being for used everyone else. for, yeah, as yeah. an anchor point. Yeah, because it will not move. No. Pros and cons of being heavy. Yeah. You get stuck. But you're also a good anchor. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. That happens. Um, and that's, yeah, that's about that's about it for so, me. So, what about you, Ash? Oh, Are sh- you similar? I, mean, oh, okay. I, I have a I have a snow shovel that I throw in there. I picked up one of those lightweight little collapsible. Yeah, snowmobile shovels. They're yep. great. Oh, okay. They work awesome. Yep. Yep. What right. about me? Um, I'm sorry, I cut you off. Oh no, shovel. you're good. You got shovel. I'd pass the baton and then I ripped it back out of your hands. <laughs> <laughs> really, for me, I don't change anything. To be honest, you're always you're that like, go prepared. I'm I'm the guy that like builds degrees. out my full kit and I just put it in my truck and I forget about it. Uh, I I don't really change a whole lot for winter. Like I carry gloves and beanies and hats and blankets and recovery kits all year long. Right. Because um, it's always that. Like anytime 
when you're going to break down, it's always in, in my experience, at, at least it's always in the worst weather conditions, right? Like you're in the middle of summer, but it broke, you break down on the side of the road or on the trail and it's just happens to be the coldest day of the year while it's raining sideways. It's monsoon season. Yeah. So I just kind of keep everything the same, but what I do prior to winter at least for my rig. Now, I don't have a dedicated wheeler. Mine's more of a get to work Monday through Friday and I go explore on the weekends. Right. Um, it's more just a weekend warrior. So for for me, what I do, and this is probably applicable to a lot of people, is I just go through the vehicle prior to road salt and ice and stuff like that mm -hmm. and just do a good thorough once over. I lubricate all of my components, upper control arms, ball joints, things like that, do a good thorough inspection because I don't want to work on it when it's covered in snow. No. Um, things get nasty over winter, so I just do a really, really good walkthrough through the vehicle and tip to tail, just, again, everything. Check all fasteners, lubricate things, take a peek at certain things that are known failure points. Um, tire pressures, I guess when we get a, a decent amount of snow, I'll probably drop PSI and tires, maybe five PSI. Right. Um, not a ton, but, uh, it's funny though. A little bit goes a long way. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Like two PSI. Yeah. yeah. It can, can be, make the difference. can make the difference depending but, on the snow conditions. Yeah. Yeah. But really I don't, I don't change a whole lot. I don't pack a whole lot more gear in my rig. I, I keep, I'm kind of one of those like go prepared guys where I just keep everything in there at all times, which right. I probably don't need it. I'm probably packing around a bunch of additional weight that I don't really need in the middle of summer, but it's kind of one of those things that if I put it in there and forget about it, then, um, you know, it's there when I need it. Yeah. So well, and it's in that better to have and not need than need and not have category. Yeah. I do things different with pumpkin because I like keeping pumpkin as light as possible. Right. And, and <clears throat> for that, I mean, like, where do you draw the line? Like I could throw stuff in there all day long. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's stuff I can carry I all day long. So I just try and like remember it's one more thing. It's one more one more thing. And it, it's never that one little thing that did it. It's the 40 or 50 of them. So I put as little as possible in there, like to the point that my kids like to shove stuff in the back pouches of the seats. <laughs> and I like to get rid of all of that too because it's like <laughs> nope nope and i know a lot of people are looking at me going well you could just lose some weight too <laughs> that would really that's not the point people you're missing all of it it's the vehicle weight the static weight not me <laughs> i'm big bones uh, that's funny <laughs> um Let's talk a little bit about recovery because I think it's probably one of the most important things when you're getting ready for uh, winter wheeling. And I think one of the most important tools that you can have that I think a lot of people don't is, well, that's an obvious one. I'm thinking oh, is the, the it? twin air compressor. Is it obvious? Because we, <laughs> we're always talking about tire pressure. And one thing you can do to get yourself out of a situation if you don't have a wench or if you don't have any sort of recovery boards or help with you is you can air your tires down and get out potentially uh, tire pressure was like <clears throat> one of the biggest learning tools for me like when it when mm -hmm. it came to just wheeling in general totally yeah. like the first time i was introduced to dropping tire pressure you know i, I remember it clearly i'm like why would you do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then i did it and i'm like well, if this works for here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else? And then, and then you get into that mindset, and we've talked about tire pressure a bunch, but you get yeah. in that mindset of, oh, recommended right. tire pressures. Right. But that doesn't have to be what you run all the time. And it's 
recommended tire pressure for max load. Yes. And same with the, the pressure that's on the side of the tire. Like, say, you go to an aftermarket tire that's not the same as the factory, so you don't pay attention to the pressures that they recommend. That's their recommended pressure for max load, which means stiffest ride possible. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's wild that some of the new rigs, like some of the three quarter one ton trucks, are like eighty plus. So what like, the what? <clears throat> yeah. yeah, and it's one thing I learned really really quick off the bat on the last winter wheeling trip. Oh, yeah. that we took. I'd go a hundred yards and get stuck, and Cooper would be like, "Drop two psi," and I'd be like, two psi." What are we doing what are here? Gonna do? Like, gosh, this is gonna. Okay, so I'll go drop two psi. I'll go sneaking up on it. He'll go like a half mile, and I'll get stuck and drop two more psi. And it got to a point where I was just like, "Cool, it works now." And just like little, yeah. teeny tiny. Well, you, you end up yeah. getting to a point where then it's throttle control. Yeah, yeah. And then that comes into play. But the the point I'm making with with having an air compressor on board as an important recovery device is because once you do get on unstuck, you can't you can't drive home most of the time. No, you're not. Um, well, not for us around on here. On eight psi, you're not close enough. It's. I mean, no. I've done it. Not, I, I have a lot of rock crash on previous rigs. On I the have <laughs> from going around corners <laughs> too fast. <laughs> yeah, shooting yeah. sparks. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> that yeah. was the days where you had to go. At least for me, air down, wheel all day, and then drive home in like second gear because you couldn't go any faster. Yeah. Because I only had like 60 horsepower. Or what's worse <laughs> is like you forget your air down because you've been driving straight for so long and then you come into a corner and you're like, oh God, oh, oh God, I forgot. I don't have enough. I've got four flat tires. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the point you made, Ash, too, of like going through your vehicle and checking all the fail points, I think is just as crucial, just as crucial um, to go through all of your recovery gear. Right. Like, yeah. Pull your winch line oh, out. If, sure. if you got time, pull your winch line out. Yeah. Inspect your winch, inspect your shackles, inspect yes. your. Please do this everything. before you need yeah. it. Please. I'll, do yourself. Very, a very important to. Uh, and that, I mean, a lot of that too just goes to the maintenance that we've talked about on previous episodes. Like, yeah. When you get home after you've used it, don't just throw it in the corner of your garage and let it sit for yeah. a month. Clean it, Clean put it, it. away. Um, yeah. But, especially recovery gear because it's yeah. usually sitting in the mud and the dirt and everything else and that you know you might not think about it but you put those things under tension and you get those little sand granules and everything in there and they start wearing on stuff so yeah, totally take, take care fiber. of your gear it takes care of you and there's lots of other weird things you don't think about and we ran into it when i was on wheeling with you on the last trip i got stuck needed the winch grabbed the controller and it wasn't paired to the winch yeah, it had died and unpaired itself. <laughs> no, what's worse than that is I think I mentioned to you oh, probably us sure. going out. Yeah, make you sure should, you do that. You should make sure it's synced like while you're in the driveway and you can get to yeah. everything. No, no. It, to put it in this. pairing mode, you have to go and like flip a switch <laughs> on the on the winch back of the winch. And wow, that that winch mount was like not the most accessible. No, no, so it wasn't. Did you have your blanket? Oh, no, I didn't. No, I was like, I, I don't know where it is. And Cooper's like. <laughs> so after 47 minutes of digging so that I could fit my fat arm <laughs> up underneath the front <laughs> towel. Because the snow wasn't up to the skid plate. It was up over the front was, of the bumper. Like, oh, my God. You are so stuck. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. But all that stuff is like is crucial stuff. I mean, yeah. if you're in the area where we are and you don't wheel a lot um, in the summertime, say, or if you're going on a winter wheeling trip and you haven't used that stuff in months, 
That's yeah. all important stuff you need to well, check out. It, and that's sure the kind of stuff that's like fun anyway. You know, familiarizing right. yourself with the gear like in the driveway. Like, yeah. yeah, okay. Use the winch controller so that you know when when you're in a situation with like five other people and you don't want them to be staring at you like, what, have you never done this before? <laughs> you don't have to have never done this before. You yeah. can have messed with it and, and gotten prepared. So. And, and you, I, you know, I say that because I, I am usually that guy that, no, I have never done this before. I'm doing it for the first time right in front of you. What? <laughs> I'd much rather look dumb in my driveway than yes. dumb on the trail. Yeah. 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 That is yeah. that is a truism. Yeah. But it is it is time. I'm ready to go do some winter wheeling. Yep. It's a, it's a ton of fun, too. It's a whole different uh, kind of wheeling if you've never done it before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got your trip that you do every year. You guys still doing that again? Burning, oh, yeah, Burning, Burning Snowman. Burning Snowman. Yep. I meet up with the guys from uh, Mule, and uh, we head out. and They went out this last weekend. Sick invite, bros. And uh, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't have made it anyway. But uh, they went out this weekend and got into a little bit of snow. And last year was, like, I really, I'm ready for it to be another year where it just, like, absolutely dumps. And last year... It was good, and we went out. We went out Friday night, and uh, in the dark at like I don't know seven o'clock, eight o'clock, and um, made it to camp at like two a.m. Oh, jeez! The snow was gnarly. It was so cold. It was like this dust, but you would you would get to a point where like everything underneath was like weird. So like even even pumpkin like pumpkin, I was breaking trail on everything because pumpkin would at least go some but right. then i had to like drag people behind me and every now and then i'd get stuck and they'd have to kinetic rope pull me back and i'm like wow this is this is crazy but it was so much fun huh. and just like pinging off the rev limiter it's pretty crazy i wish we had more footage of it oh because it of you breaking trail oh, and that like thing sounds awesome six foot snow <laughs> I mean, like, it's nuts some of my favorite snow wheeling it's snow wheeling so like forgiving there's so, there's so many good times but bad times but they're all good times it doesn't make any sense but like right. the snow the the condition of the snow totally makes the trip like mm -hmm. if you can get the right snow it is unbelievable where a vehicle can go. Oh, man. Like, unbelievable. You get just enough moisture in the snow where it packs. Like, if you can make a good snowball, yeah. you can dang near go anywhere. And then you get into situations sometimes where it gets too cold, and yep. it's just this weird, like, ice-type snow. It just, it's a powder. Yeah. It's worse than sand. You just dig and dig and dig and dig. Other times in snow, you can just, it's my favorite time when it's just all throttle. And you oh, just man. power through everything because that's all you can get. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Like how yeah. it's totally, I'm getting squirreled here. We sound like snowboard bros. You know, it's yeah. like, let's go shred the power. But we're shred talking about <laughs> talking about wheeling trucks in it's the, the snow. Same. It's the same. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Snowmobiling or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, it's all based off the snow condition. Right. But, yeah. Um, I mean, same thing with me with dirt on, on bikes. Sure. You get that right dirt, and it's just like you have the best day ever. You have the best traction. You can go anywhere you want. But, yeah, that's that's one thing with snow wheeling that I've learned over the years of doing it is it's all it's all dependent. Sometimes you're going to – you go out and you do a 50-mile trip, and the other times you don't make it 30 <laughs> five, feet past 500-foot trip. You're yeah. like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Breaking trail. <laughs> wow. The worst ones are when you have that snow that you cannot use any throttle. No. It's got to be low range and, and very slow. And you spend all day going like a mile. If that. 
Yeah, that was that was us with the uh, Raptor. Yeah, it was a long yeah. day, and I think we got seven miles into the trail. Well, the other maybe. the other bad one is like when it it packs, but it's cold enough, everything freezes, and Oof. you have like seven rigs. And it just turns to ice. So if you're the seventh rig, you're like, oh, just out there skating. Wow. <laughs> this is exciting. I better leave a little bit more room between me and the guy in front of me going down this hill because uh, yeah. we'll get to know each other really well otherwise. <laughs> so, name, what's your favorite thing a snow wheel? And if you could give one thing, Cooper. My favorite thing? Yeah, just like the favorite, your favorite part about it. Oh, man. If you could just give one thing. I think it's the um, the fact that I never see anybody out there. Okay. Like, I'll come across snowmobiles, and they usually look at me like, what <laughs> Yeah. are you doing? Did you get lost? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but it it's not something that, like, if you want to go and do something and not worry about running into, like, 100 other people, like, there's no dust. There's typically no people because most people aren't like, you know what? It's dumping snow. We should go wheeling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, let, I got a heated steering wheel, heated seats. Let's throw some food in the Jeep and go have some fun. Fair enough. And uh, so, yeah, it's like one of those, like, freedoms where you don't have to worry don't about other people. anything. What about you, Kyle? Mine's probably the camping aspect of it. I don't know why, but I have more fun camping in the snow than I do when it's not snowing. It's so much fun. I just love snow camping. Yeah. It just brings back like the inner manliness. You did, right. for lack of better words. Yeah, yeah I just like raw. Yeah, You're just feral. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I don't know if I put it that way. But. Yeah, oh yeah, you're going all water world on us. Yeah, I'm a I'm <laughs> I'm a big fan of the camping aspect, and I think it's just because a lot of my time growing up camping with my dad was during like hunting season, which ninety percent of the time was snowing Snow. in the mountains. So, yeah. um, and some of the views you have oh like, man from stuff even you've seen are so much more gorgeous it's when, so different it's just crazy i, I love the views that uh, snow wheeling brings well and, and like and no doubt like everyone i tell oh no we're going camping this weekend and it's snowing they're like have uh, you seen the forecast <laughs> it's snowing yeah no you're like yeah <laughs> that makes it cooler yeah <laughs> <laughs> like if you think it's awesome when you wake up at your house with like six to ten inches of snow on your egg, wait till you're you're wheeling and you're like, I don't even know if we're getting out of here today. <laughs> so and the, like the the last trip we did, remember the moon? Oh goodness, it was like right there too. It was like before, yeah, it, it was it crazy. Felt, it looked like you could just reach over and just grab it. Yeah, and oh. before it came up and over the mountain, it was like pitch black. Yeah. And then once the moon came out, it was like daylight. We were like, whoa, we can see everything. That's it, the cool thing was, about snow is just like oh, it's so bright. One of my favorite parts there is just how quiet everything gets. Oh yeah, you just got that little skiff of snow. Everything, all you can hear is your footsteps or the vehicle, yeah. and then how good you can see at night. Oh man, it's awesome! It is. It is awesome. 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 If I had to give my my favorite part of snow wheeling would be. I'm going to go with just having so many more trails to go actually get out and it'd be difficult, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. Like, oh, it's challenging. Like sure. peak summer, there's only certain trails you could go to and actually get some challenge out of it, you know, get into a an obstacle that actually makes you work. Where with snow, everything's an obstacle. <laughs> logging yeah. road. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh gosh. A lot, a lot of our snow <laughs> trips are just logging roads. We yeah. just go ride 
ride around on national forest roads and yep find find all the snow <coughs> and they are challenging yes that they are now it takes easy stuff and makes it more difficult and you can use horsepower oh man <laughs> pumpkin likes to let her eat pumpkin puts in some work yeah it's clean mud too. Yeah, it is clean mud. Yeah, it's one million percent. It's so much fun. <laughs> Get home, you let her defrost, and you got a clean rig. Oh, yeah, fresh they, tires, everything. Everything. They they do. They they look like super clean. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh wow, <laughs> little granules of, of snow, just like polishing everything up. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah, a lot of fun. It yeah. is fun. Any other tips, tricks? recommendations mm-hmm. for somebody going out and wanting nope, to do some don't. snow wheeling you know what don't, don't forget follow. to drink water uh, water well, that's the nice thing it's all around you it is but like people forget because <laughs> it's cold right <clears throat> dehydration my, is a thing in the winter it's real i would say my tip would be if if i had to put one out there is just learn the different types of snow there like, people think of snow and it's just like it's just it's like sand it's only types yeah. of snow there is a million different types of snow um, at least the, the composition of it to, to how you have to drive that day. And even going from the spot where you start to the top of the mountain oh, or down, the, chain, the, the, the snow can totally change. So you really have to learn the different types of the snow and how to use throttle control, what gearing to use, how to drive the vehicle in that condition. Because, again, sometimes you'll start at the parking lot and you have great snow. It's got this perfect pack, you know, paction, compaction, I should say. And then you go another three miles in the snow turns to crap yeah change 100 feet in elevation yeah or go around the corner then yeah. all of a sudden it was like oh look there's oh, well, a big there's, snow there's drift a breeze or, here yeah and, <laughs> yeah no definitely and it uh and don't be afraid to play with tire pressure right like just mess with it uh, even even in small increments you know you're going to learn something new at every every stage of the process so it's kind of that part of it's really fun yep have you ever at least i, I have went too low in air pressure oh, in yeah. snow and, and you had learned, to put air back in like to the point to where you lost traction because yeah. the tires start no- concave on itself yep yeah 100 percent. oh well that was too low <laughs> <laughs> whoops <laughs> got a taco yeah <clears throat> well yeah or you couldn't turn because they just fold underneath <laughs> everything you're like oh well, that was <laughs> it didn't work two psi <laughs> not a good idea yeah. <laughs> well i'm excited for you cooper it's your your most favorite time of year yep now I just need to build up that gladiator to go do some. Build up the gladiator, mm-hmm. and we should do, mm-hmm. and I know, I think it's only important and a mandatory thing that we should have a snow wheeling podcast, fireside podcast. Oh, man, I agree. In the snow. What are you going to drive? I <laughs> drive my wife's Ford Edge. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, we'll do it for you guys. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Uh, thanks for tuning in. If you guys are getting ready to go snow wheeling, shoot some photos, take some pictures, send them our way. We'd love to see it. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, be safe out there. Yeah. Um, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time on America's Off Road Podcast. Booyah. Bye.